Jingle has landed. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse, and we are joined today by podcaster extraordinaire Rob Lee. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, the pleasure's all ours, man. It, it, it should have done it long true. ago. We're just bad yeah. at email, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Qu- haven't quite figured that out. <laughs> yeah, um, email has only been around a few weeks, so I, I get it. I get it. It's a learning curve. Uh, yeah. We all grow and we all adapt to new technology. Learn electronic mail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought we'd be on Zoom before emailing. God, you know. So we, we said you're a podcaster. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about your shows here. Yeah. Um. And as as we talked a little bit before even getting started, um, I, I got to hit with AKAs uh, and all of that stuff because you know I steal from other podcasts because that's the <laughs> that's the medium. Uh, it's the Midnight Snacks, the American Wave. It is Zanny Glover here, Rob Lee from MTR Podcast. Uh, been in this whole podcast thing out of Baltimore, Maryland. Been doing it for um, it'll be twelve years in February. Um, I started off complaining about Albert Hainsworth getting the contract with the now Washington football team. Uh, previously Washington, other skins mm-hmm. and because uh, <laughs> pejoratives and. Um, pretty much from there, I just had this inclination to discuss um, news, current events, but have this kind of snarky approach and hitting that. And it kind of shifted for Mastermind Teams Robcast, the podcast I'm describing. Um, that started in 2009. So we had Tiger Woods stories. We had a bunch of different stuff. We had Obama getting into office. He wanted on my birthday. So you're welcome. You know, all of you fine people out there Thanks. who enjoyed that, that time. I didn't know who to thank uh, for that one, actually. I'm well, glad. now you know, <laughs> yeah. in the flesh, in the chocolate caramel flesh. Uh, and so in doing that, it shifted over the years into more of a weird news, more of a pop culture centric podcast. And the main thing that people check out and like about our podcast, we do a segment called New Challenger on Mastermind Team's Robcast. And pretty much I give my co-hosts, either Dan or, or Torn, I give them a keyword pertaining to the story. You see the headline and it's something innocuous. It might be man and like, yeah, I want to learn about a man. What happened with men recently? And it'll be like man lost dick in smelting accident. And it's like, well, we got to cover the story now. So that's the way that the game is played. Um, in addition to that, um, in the last year and a half, uh, I've been doing this podcast called uh, Getting to the Truth in This Art. And that's a interview series where I talk to artists, entrepreneurs, and tastemakers in and around Baltimore to kind of show a more holistic view of what happens in the city. We got a lot of talent here. It's not just The Wire, and that's fucking antiquated. It's a lot of different unique people here. We're like any other like city. We're, we're urban, we have the same problems that a Philadelphia or New York have, but we have the same talent that a Philadelphia or New York have. And we like to get into this gritty authenticity that we do here. And lastly, a movie review show that I started last year called Let's Watch It Again. And um, it's a movie review show. That's pretty pretty much it. Um, we just had a episode um, dedicated to Scanners, which um, is a movie that traumatized my girlfriend. Uh, she <laughs> saw the trailer for a, I think it was Stir Crazy. And it, okay. the trailer has the head explosion in it. Yep. And she was eight. And she was oh. like, yeah, this fucking terrified me. So she waited the, for the most iconic scenes right there. 
<laughs> Absolutely. She waited for the better part of 40 years to watch it. And she sat and watched it with me. And I'm laughing. I was like, yo, look at his head exploding. Her heart is beating out of her chest. So I made her <laughs> oh relive that in a movie review. So yeah, I'm a great boyfriend. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta confront those fears. For, for, yeah, mine, for mine, it's um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, come on, dude. That's so, so cheap. <laughs> Even as a kid, that looked... <laughs> Well, if, if we're talking about movies that elicit a certain fear, mine's is um, Wall Street, because I only fear failure. I fear getting arrested for uh, Ponzi schemes and mm. shit of that sort. Oh, what are you up to behind the scenes, guy? Uh, <laughs> let's, not, let's not talk about those. Let's just, you know, Rob Lee is an alias. It's I'm an alias. <laughs> I've been listening. You got, you got haircut I, pyramid schemes in the works. Don't don't lie to us. <laughs> for, for X fades? Yeah, yeah, for X fades, we do, yeah. We do. Hell yeah. You gotta you gotta get those free haircuts, Matt. You gotta get a couple Dude. people referred and then you get one. Oh, that's how that works. Okay. okay. It's exchange that's race, man. Don't it's put just it out between there. us. Yeah, that's just oh, between the three. Oh, of we're us. not supposed to be exposing secret. secret. Oh damn. It's inside baseball. What's going on? BTS. <laughs> so you you got your you're covering all kinds of stuff. And I mean, having been doing this for twelve years, do you feel like you've definitely evolved through these different shows that you've put out? Yeah, um, I, I think one of the things in it is like finding a voice and, you know, looking at it like I'll, I'll be 36 in a few days and starting it when I was 24. So obviously you, you have a different interest, have a different take on things as you matriculate through your mid 20s to your mid mid 30s and you see things differently and the world has has changed. And um, you have people that come and go like the original um, my original two co-hosts on Mastermind Teams Robcast were a, a girl I was dating and her cousin and I don't even deal with those people anymore and it was a very different show the the show was more like a morning zoo thing and it didn't have this voice it was kind of hey man wouldn't this be interesting if we talked about this now it's hey these are news stories these are things that are current events and it has a specific slant to it that I think is topical and try and I try to be more mindful with it so in doing the other shows right um let's say, uh, uh, getting to truth in this art. I'm, I'm planning that out as seasons. So I'm in season three and for season three, each season, I kind of add a little bit of a new theme to it. So definitely hitting the artist, but for February, I'm only having black creators. Um, for March, I'm only having women creators and I'm kind of sticking with the themes of those months. And even with let's watch it again, I'm hitting movies that are in anniversary years. So planning out a calendar of when I'm going to do these things and coming up with a social media background and networking and being more open, like everything was internal, right? For a long time of me doing everything from editing, hosting, picking the shows, doing all of it. Like when someone says, do you have, do you know someone that's a turnkey podcaster? I am that dude. And mm. I even teach podcasts. I teach it at a prestigious university here as like the office of multicultural affairs. They were looking for someone that looks like me that happens to know it. I go there and I teach a class on it. So dude, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's, yeah, awesome, that's amazing man. to see. Thank you. Yeah. What dude to spend 12 years and like, did you ever imagine this would be the long term goal is like starting out as a podcaster that long <laughs> ago, over a decade ago. And now you're teaching it like that's so fucking cool, man. I, I never I never thought it and it was kind of one of those things was where um, where I was in in college right and it was you know you have it like college radio and someone invited me there just to talk about business and I was I was a business student and I was like huh 
And I used to always be one of these kids that would have like, that handheld mic. And you know how people have the yearbook. Mine was speaking to the mic. I'm probably not going to see you next year. And I was just being a snarky dickhead. It's like, because I was in one of these, um, these high schools that was very hard, tough to stay in. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to see you. So I want to capture your thoughts <laughs> before you fail out. That was kind of my attitude. <laughs> Document. So, <laughs> yeah, let me, so let me roast you real you, quick before you can't fucking get me back. <laughs> so before, you know, I would have that and it was always this interest in kind of curating and, and grabbing audio and it formulated into let's do a podcast, but doing it in a very artful and awful way. But as the years progress, I started looking at what's important to me. Not just sitting there and fucking talk, telling like dick jokes with my friends. That's fun. That's interesting. And it can be if you have a certain approach to it. But what else am I adding? Am I adding value in some way? And that's the way I started approaching over the last like five years, being very specific about that. What am I adding to it? Because as you guys know, being doing podcasts, there's a lot of dickheads out here doing podcasts and a lot of them uh, are not good. Yeah, every dickhead's got and a podcast I don't, and they all suck. And I don't, and I don't want to be a, one of those dickheads, despite being one of those dickheads. <laughs> yeah, dude, we feel you. You have to be in it and then rise above it, but you can't. You got to go yeah. through it in order to get to the top. Yeah. Are we still yeah. talking about podcasting or erections? No, no, no. Here? We're we're on a different I thought, subject. I thought we were now. dueling. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah man. No I, penises. Let's go. <laughs> so I can yeah. definitely agree with that, man. That like going from that like spontaneous, what are we going to create for content, mm -hmm. to the methodical approach of like being pre-planned and being ahead of the game. Like it makes such a difference for your listeners, and you, I mean you'll hear it from your listeners, but I, some people never catch that, and that's why they yeah. end up with these shows that fade off after you know a year or two, and they're just like, why aren't we getting listens? Why are people not interacting? It's like. Well, there's something there in your formula that's a little fucked up, you know. And they never figured out. What do they call it? Uh, over too, in terms of like, I, you see that pod fade over like three months or six months or something. Yeah, yeah, I heard a uh, pod fading, uh, pod stopping, and my my thing is like, it's again, it's it's a lot of stuff that you have. You have these these creative differences, especially when you're recording with with a partner, hmm. and you're like, yeah, man, like whether it be literally a partner that you're dating, or even if it's like a really good friend, it's like all right, I'm going in this direction creatively. Are you coming or is it, this is where you get off and do we come back later? And having those conversations, if that's the direction you're taking in it. And, you know, here it's, and I think, I think here in Baltimore, there are a few people who have kind of, kind of doing it, but in these larger places, California, these New York places that have like a bigger, like media influence, you, you see just everyone just jumping out just with a podcast, but here people are trying their damnedest to get into the scene, but I've been doing it and I know what I'm looking for when I'm trying to do it. Yeah. And that's important, man. That's very, very important. You're staying true to your idea, you know? Yeah. So did you grow up in the Baltimore area like your whole life or? Yeah. Um, born and braid East side. Let's go. Let's get it. We were not, I was actually on a couple episodes of the wire in the background. You saw my sneakers. Um, oh, oh, whoa, <laughs> whoa, dude. Yeah. I'm, certi I'm certified. I'm certified. Uh, dude. no. Um, but, but funny story, actually, um, in high school, one of my, my SAT like prep instructor, he was a former police officer in Baltimore and he was a co-writer on the wire. Um, and oh, wow. this other book, The Corner, which was the precursor to like that kind of type of storytelling. Um, Data Simon and Ed Burns was my teacher, and he was a Baltimore City police officer who contributed to both The Corner and The Wire. So, you know, that was something that was there. So could speak on it very truly. The whole, the seasons with the kids and the schools and all of that stuff, 
that is what was going on here. So yeah, yeah born and raised 36 years here um, and, and love it. Um, and, you know, definitely a part of the, uh, definitely a type of individual that's in Baltimore. Yeah. It's, it's a I kind of a forgot we're, me and Matt are both North Northeast. We grew up a little bit North of New York city and I okay. feel like Baltimore kind of gets forgot sometimes in that mm. Northeastern category. It, it almost in my mind, like it almost gets lumped in with um, DC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they do this thing where uh, we hate it here, by the way, um, when people do that, <laughs> well, you're, you guys are the DMV. The fuck if we are, uh, <laughs> we are, we're, we're Baltimore. And um, it's funny, like my, my girlfriend's from Brooklyn. And she would talk about like Brooklyn in like the 80s has a very as many similarities to what Baltimore is developing into now. And people are trying to get a piece. People are trying to slide in because there is a highly quickly developing art scene here that that's what I cover in the Getting to the Truth and Art podcast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people just ignore that it's not one of these other places. But I've talked to people who are jazz musicians. I talked to visual artists. And they say, you have to come through Baltimore before you even allow to hit Philadelphia or New York, because mm. we'll tell you if your shit's not good and you had to go back and go back to the drawing board. That's just what it is. Like we're, we're the first round of the playoffs. Like New York might be like the championship level. But we're that first round. You got to get through us before you can even get to that, those championship rounds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, man. We have a lot of comedians on, and I, I, I rarely hear Baltimore mentioned. Like now that I'm thinking of it, it's it's not something that yeah. gets brought up as much. But I'd imagine that's another play, like uh, ground that they have to kind of battleground that they kind of have to get through. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so we have this comedy club here, uh, Magoobies. That's kind of like north of Baltimore. But I'll put it this way: um, pre-COVID, I recorded every Friday at a comedy club. I, oh, nice. I, I was working on that whole podcast scene and they like, yo, can you be our like, we want to get into the podcast scene. Can you set up here and record here regularly? We'll build out a studio for you, all of this stuff. But we just want to get into this scene and basically start having our local comedians get on because kind of as you're getting that, not too many people know comedians that are from Baltimore or who have been and cut their teeth in Baltimore because that scene isn't really spoken of. But you know, you'll have people that'll come through here, like Patrice O'Neill's come through here. I mean, he was still alive, obviously. Yep. Jim Norton, just different peeps, people that are in that kind of Northeast range. Mm -hmm. Tom Segura, different people that I've seen uh, that yeah, are here. I mean, and it's, I it's love not that Santa far Thumb. out from Big their Jay normal Overton, stomping yeah. grounds. Like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, New York kinda. City comedian could easily go, you know, what what's the so what's what, the distance? Like a I think it was what, five hours. Hour? No, no, it was like five hours from where Is we grew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's about it's about four from from Queens, I believe. So yeah, it's about yeah, four so, hours from. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, I've been there once for uh, EDM festival. Yeah, and it, it, I went, it was I went cool to city, the you know? aquarium one time when yeah, I was. I was surprised how big it, it was. Yeah, like the same thing. I was always under the pressure. I was like, I thought it would be smaller. Like, but there's a lot going on in Baltimore. It's mm -hmm. a huge area with a lot of different fucking areas that are different, like culturally, you know? I remember like, a lot of brick. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if oh, that's yeah, tons of brick. It's a lot yeah. accurate. <laughs> it's a lot of brick. Uh, we have warehouses here, a lot of them abandoned. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> we have a we have a mix of things here in Baltimore. Um it is it, to, to your to your point, um, it's one of those things where it's a bunch of different neighborhoods. It's, it's a city made up of neighborhoods and we don't really have like an idea of how big it is. And going to a college that was filled with primarily transplants, people who came from New York, people who came from like the DC area, kind of in this still same mid-Atlantic kind of region. It's like, yeah, I thought Baltimore was small, like, cause we have this internal thing, this beef of 
Like, you know how New York has, I'm from this borough, I'm from that borough. Yeah. Baltimore is, I'm from West Side, or I'm from East Side. And people that aren't from here, it's like, Baltimore is a speck. Why does it even matter? It's just one side. It's like, fuck you, you're not from here, you know? <laughs> yep. Right. It's those microcosms of, like, localities that you don't get. When I moved yeah. out here to the West Coast, it, it took me a while to learn, like, all those little, like, oh, you know, that area of the Bay is, you know, less affluent and then this one you don't want to go in after night and that kind of shit. i'm just wandering the fuck around like a dumbass like like i don't fucking know where the hell anything is i'm like and i'm like damn this is a big ass house it's like yeah that's fucking jeff bezos's house i'm like oh oh." (laughs) (laughs) i don't fucking know i just i I mean i kind of coast through i i try to i i went to long beach for a wrestling show um New Japan Pro Wrestling had like an event there and I went oh. there with one of my um one of my friends Greg. It was like pretty much their first three or four events that were US events. We went to each one of them. And the first couple were in Long Beach. So we go there, what have you. And I am ignorant and I don't give a shit. I was talking all types of wild gang shit, just walking through different parts of LA. Oh god. Just wandering. I was Great, like, man. I don't a give little more a wild fuck. than me. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, man, I'm six. Wild, I'm six four, three hundred pounds. I was like, is someone going to shoot me? Let's get busy. That's that's dude. my energy. Oh man, there's a whole lot of boys out there that are your size and bigger, dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's- well, I'm saying, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. Wild. It's man, just being Rob. an East Coaster. <laughs> yeah, true. That is an East Coast that's thing, dude. We just go everywhere. Yeah. We're like, what's up? <laughs> now, dude. I will say, I like to go to New Orleans, right? And because they're so smooth and how they approach you. I remember some, I, I was wearing like stuff. I wasn't, I was wearing like an Orioles hat, but I had on stuff that was not down there. People were not wearing the shit I had on. It was like, I stuck out. And then one dude, he came to me on like, we were on a streetcar, And he's like, where are you from, brother? And I was like, oh shit, uh, I'm from Baltimore, man. Not, not shying away from it. And he's like, you know, you'll get robbed down here. And I was like, I was like oh shit. He's like, your accent says you might get robbed. And I was like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm terrified. I was like, I don't know if he's a vampire or what. Yeah, right. We'll fucking die in New Orleans. This is the most bougie shakedown you've ever heard of. Like, yes. <laughs> like brass, brass instruments were playing. I was like, is this a second line? Am I pre murdered? What's happening? <laughs> You'll be left with nothing but beads. I, I've never been oh. to New Orleans. It, I, I've heard nothing but good things, but I, I guess I'll uh, watch That's how I dress down there. I got to blend in. Yeah. Come up with that, that South accent, oh, yeah. too, man. Just be safe. Man, you're not far. <laughs> Do you speak yeah. Gator, I think, right? Oh, fuck you, dude. There. I'm going to send you a Gator. How about that? <laughs> fuck. G- gators are my favorite animals, firstly. <laughs> Dude, I have not. I, you don't want to. You want to know the most disappointing thing? I've been I've been in Florida for like six months, and I haven't seen a goddamn gator, man. Not a single one. That's why I moved here. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. They've seen you. I they probably that. have. I mean, realistically, I've been around. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they've been around. Yeah, eyes on one you. day. <laughs> Do you like craft beer? Uh huh. Do you like an unending wealth of puns? Uh huh. What about four-hour lectures on the ethics of cryptocurrency usage in third-world nations? No. Oh, right. But do you still want craft beer reviews and comedy, right? Uh-huh. Then listen to Hop Nation USA, a craft beer podcast. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Stitcher. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. Just listen to the podcast. Hop Nation USA. Where all fine podcasts are sold. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. 
The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch proof, water resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. Slacker approved. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen more gators in the three days in South Carolina I was there than I've seen in the four like different instances I've gone for like a week to New Orleans. Like just, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just going to go over here and, and get like some shrimp and grits or what have you from little, some little shack. It's like, is that a fucking alligator in that backyard? What is happening yeah. here? Yeah, it's a, that's a pet. His name's Chad. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't think yeah. Car- when I think Carolina, I don't think gators. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, either, but they're, they're all South over, man. Carolina is wild. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't recommend it, man. I stayed, I stayed in a random ass place in South Carolina, and you got to be careful where you go down there, man. It's a little uh, sketchy, too, that, that place. You're saying it's a little, <laughs> I stayed in a little banjo or? I, I stayed in a place called State, Stateside, I think, and it was a place that I will never go to again in my life. <laughs> I mean, when I went to Hilton Head, all I drank was mint juleps. Ooh. And um, I wore seersucker every day because, you know, as a <laughs> um, purveyor of the finest cuisines, <laughs> I was down there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, so you're you looking good and easy, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that's what I do. And and you travel from from what you've been saying here. Uh, yeah. Have you outside the country, too, or? Um, the, only, only once, um, went to the Bahamas, it was a cruise thing. And we, nice. we actually, that was, that was like the second time I was in South Carolina. We left, we, we reported in South Carolina and, um, you know, we hit a few different islands, um, in that whole kind of Bahamas like setup or what have you. But the, it, interestingly enough, that was like my first trip with my girlfriend. So, you know, as being a six foot four black guy with um, tits, uh, and being in different <laughs> degrees of nudity and meeting people for the first time, I was like, yeah. ah, but the, the, the unproofed rum helped. So that was my out-of-the-country ah. experience. Tits out. Maybe I'm going to drown. Maybe I'm not. But I'm drunk, so who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's loosey-goosey on a cruise, yeah. I'd imagine. I've never been on one myself, but would you recommend it? I was, I was a big fan. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Saw a lot of extracurricular titties. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I because it's... Um, it was things that I did on that cruise that I normally don't do on the mainland. Like I gambled a lot on the mm. cruise and I gambled so much that I ran out of that stipend of money that I have. It's like, here's my <laughs> travel money. All right. I'm baby. Can you um, hook me up? Um, sweetness, <laughs> gorgeous muffin mix. Can you help a brother out? And, um, and, and then actually dancing. I hate dancing because I'm all arms and legs and I was getting loose a lot actually <laughs> on okay. this cruise so yeah it, it will um it, it it brought out some of my uh my inner things that just like yeah let's have fun let's get loose let's yeah like a, a cruise that imagines like lord of the flies it's like there's no fucking rules <laughs> i'm not sure it's that wild i don't want that man i mean a man throwing a guy off the boat is fine but <laughs> they out of here. it's fine democracy rule yeah, no, I mean, for. It, it sounds like a good time. Everyone's uh, like described it to me, except the norovirus shit. That's what scares me when it comes to the cruises. 
you gotta live deliciously, man. It's if I've learned anything from the movie The Witch, um, you gotta just live deliciously. You have to take advice from goat devils <laughs> and you just do it. You just do whatever it is. Fuck the viruses. Just just get loose. Now don't do it now though, because you just won't be able to get off the boat because it's technically is still out of the country. So fuck that. <laughs> but generally speaking, you'll have a great time. <laughs> just check the uh the rules and laws and regulations for whatever uh, fucking seas you may be cruising in. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I was offered so much weed when I got to the Bahamas and like, you'll go to certain places and you're like, okay, I'm going to expect certain accents. Let me kind of slow down. Like, you know, let me listen more intently, I suppose. So, because I'll miss an accent. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) Uh, I, I I get there and I'm buying like different shit or what have you. I can look like I had a couple dollars. I, you know, from Orly, I um, called my girlfriend to give me money. Yeah, I did that. Very and uh, <laughs> and um, some dude, he, he hits me as we're walking through and, you know, he had his accent or what have you. And I was like, nah, I'm all set, brother. And then his accent changed into one that was very familiar. Like he may have been from Baltimore. Yeah, bro. I got that gas. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, whoa. How, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Like, is this like did you just was this rosetta stone for kush what's happening (laughs) now did that change it did you want something after he had the baltimore accent did that make it more uh, it's a sales pitch in my mind i think it's a hell of a sales like technique i I bought something i bought something i I did buy see i can't yeah it works you you gotta support the home team the psychology of the salesman i love it better than the domestic we got up here or like I I was useless after that. I was useless for the rest of the trip. I was just goofy. So yes, um, yes. Okay, Island okay. weed is fire. That's that's Ooh. supporting my theory that it's regional. You go yep. somewhere else, you smoke one hit, you're gonna get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like different yeah. type of components of THC in there from like in different areas. <laughs> and the thing is, I've been on this weird like pretty much since um, COVID's gone down. I've lost like fifty pounds and shit because I've just been just fasting and just doing different shit. And the only I think thing I might have found work... your fifty pounds by the way. I was gonna say, yeah, I got some of that too. Yeah. We might have split well, that, me and him. <laughs> Enjoy comes with extra seasoning. So again, you're welcome. Uh, I will say the one thing that I want to bring back in that I took, I have been drinking still like a madman though. Um, I have not smoked weed since fucking May. So I need to bring that oh. back into the mix. Mm. Wow, dude, that's a hell of a break, man. <laughs> What's yeah. Maryland like? I'm, I'm trying to remember if they, do they have uh, medical or like any, any sort of legal? Yeah. We have medical. I, I enjoy the illegal because my um my pot deal is a gay dude and he likes me wearing my tight pants and he gives me extra weed. So I was gonna say easy from... easy discounts for you too, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm I'm delicious. He told me I'm a delicious black man. He was just like, <laughs> yeah. God I'm, damn, dude, I slept I need... myself out for weed. <laughs> hey, as long as, awesome. it, dude, as, long as it smokes, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, it, does it look like it's pushing towards legalization? We we covered, you know. No, uh, no, it, it is legal here. It is no, legal it here. Is. Um, we we have the dispensaries here. Um, one of my good friends. Um, whenever it comes to anything that's not flour, you know, he he hooks me up uh, with like the gummies or or what have you. Just you can kind of time those out. Uh, but when it, but I still like the illegal component because there's a degree of criminality in this branch <laughs> of podcasting. Yeah, who doesn't, dude? So, yeah. you gotta maintain I'm your in the black market too like I'm, I'm fucking stuck dealing with the legal down here I'm, i refuse to pay for the medical card we only have medical in florida i'm See? like yeah, yeah. get out of here get out of here dude i'd rather go meet my dude at the fucking local grocery store in the parking lot and risk well, then it. They, they won't let you <laughs> bring your minigun into the medical dispensary unfortunately oh, yeah my minigun that i'm always toting <laughs> florida fucking wildland <laughs> 
It's not a it's not a good look. Um, I I mean, in going to the dispensaries is very like interesting like situation because I'll post up I'll post up like Jane Silent Bob style like outside of the fucking dispensary and usually because I drink coffee all day. So if you can imagine drinking super black like fucking like what quad espresso joints like drinking those four shots of espresso black coffee and then like you know what let me get some weed. It's a weird mm-hmm. visual with the size that I am just out there posted up drinking coffee. And it's like, yeah, so my man's who's about my size comes back with the weed. It looks like we're sticking the place up. It looks amazing, but it's also <laughs> looking very intimidating. I just imagine on that much weed and fucking that strong a coffee, you're probably just vibrational fucking waves against the building at that point. My eyes go white. My eyes go white. I'm bald, so my hair just comes out. My eyes go white, and it's saying shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, admitting powers. Yeah. It, it, when you have a hookup, I mean, I'm sure if me and Matt were still in New York, like the ta- yo California taxes on this shit, it's it it is insane. Yeah. But like, I don't fucking know anyone. I came here from across yeah. the country, so yeah. uh, I'm kind of subject to whatever they want to fuck me with essentially it's the same in massachusetts honestly man because like when i lived in new york i started going to mass for like the legal dispensaries just to get that like you're getting that fucking high quality fire guaranteed every time it's pure it's it's special you know you, know, you never well, know where you're gonna and go the with the black market you know stuff too the pens oh my god the pens are wicked too <laughs> and uh i didn't want to fucking die from a black market pen I'm, I'm one of those bitches you know like i won't i won't risk it dude <laughs> i had fucking i've had one pen where it was like <gasps> wheezing and shit i'm like dude this cannot be good <laughs> from, I, from fucking I, I, some dude you know but i, I was 25 percent uh, or something tax I, I was giving my i was giving my girlfriend a rundown of my entry point into weed and it was i used to hot box and um at 25 by the way so i got started super late wait uh, wait so boxing, you were only you were only hot boxing just getting i was only hot boxing <laughs> at 25 but here's the, here's the really shitty part about it it wasn't marijuana. It was fucking spice. It was synthetic. Oh, so I was just God. hanging out, fucking getting loose on spice, me and my brother, <laughs> and and a fucking Jeep Liberty in the county. It was just like, what are we like, like white TikTokers? The fuck is this? <laughs> and that's what we were doing. That was, we were like pre TikTokers. And it was. Yeah, um, step it up, take a shot of your salvia. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. <laughs> Dude, I have <laughs> salvia from when we were in fucking high school still. Like, oh, I'm not, I don't know why I still have it, bro. That's your exit strategy. <laughs> That's your cyanide pill. Fucking bro. old salvia. Bro, you thought I was kidding. Ew. This is <laughs> bro. I swear to God, I this is a full thing of salvia. I've tried salvia <laughs> once. Look at this. Just to show you I'm not bullshitting. I've had this for well over a decade. I don't know why I still wow. have this. Maybe for, for uh, the apocalypse, dude. Maybe this will have some weight in the apocalypse, you know. I was thinking when you had a guest come over that you want to leave. Oh, dude! Was, oh my God! Sweet. Pull an Ari Shafir and just like, put it in the bowl and let him go. <laughs> God, I like that. This in arms reach too. That's the thing that's really great about it. It's like, oh yes, just right here. Oh, you dude, know? you'd be surprised at types of shit I got in fucking arms reach, man. Well, with the way his back's I'm, feeling, he's like Doctor Octopus at this point. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I gotta keep shit tight. I gotta keep it close, I mean, the, man. The only thing that I have near me, which again it goes with the intimidation thing, and I'm really just a nice guy, but I always have a sharp weapon near me, especially when I'm podcasting. Uh, bro, is either an exact. You need something like this. You need something like this, dude. A custom designed bat, bro. <laughs> I have exacto knives and Japanese blades at dude. my at ready. Yeah, they got this under You're my not alone, bro. You're not alone, bro. <laughs> I think it's, play. it's something Fucking about the successful shit. podcaster. 
Podcasting's become one of those like those <laughs> occupations, man, where it's just dangerous. You never know who's going to come for you. You know, when a fool rolls up, they might get cut. I, I can't leave this post mid show, so I need to be able to defend, <laughs> defend the house from the seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to Jackie Chan it with this blue screen too, in some way, sort of use it against yeah. them. My blue screen is bulletproof, dude. <laughs> My the, the the green screen I threw up like it was a recent development because I don't want people realizing what's on the wall is a lot of like old like gash art on my wall and I can't have that seen because I'm going to be judged mm, further than yeah. I've already judged. It's tasteful, yeah. but it's still is gash art. I mean, it yeah, depends oh, yeah. on and out the of context. Yeah, and out of you context, know? people are just going to see it. Yeah, the judgment. I mean, zone. it's it's distracting just to see a bunch of hair over my ear. It's like, what the fuck is that? It's gonna, it's, going. it's gonna be like, like clipping, you know. <laughs> it's like, can you move your head? I need to see what that is. It's hard, like, oh. yeah, hard to concentrate at that point. You've been having some interesting guests on, though, in t- yep. you know, especially on your artist series. Yeah, um, I I've actually did one, um, not um today actually, uh, with a clothing designer, and it's just you know, it's just talking to some of these different unique people out here, and I will say, from a from the standpoint of COVID, everyone is fucking inside. And like I said, I was recording at a comedy club before this in the arts area of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So people would just come there, different record producers, musicians, and so on. And, you know, it was a, just a really good opportunity to meet different people and kind of hear people's different stories. And I'm always interested in like reading those books and learning about what's an artist's approach. How mm-hmm. do they go about the day? What do they do? And maybe I'll learn something about it that I can apply to what I do because I'm a podcaster first but also like I like to look at it as I create content I um I write a comic with my girlfriend so that's something I enjoy doing so I like what can I do to not run into writer's blocks maybe I have a conversation with a person who's a writer and learn about what they're doing and maybe that can help someone else as a writer or learn about someone that's a director um interesting I guess I had I went to high school with her She's a casting director right now. And she was like, you should be doing voiceover work. I don't know why podcasters don't do voiceover work. And I was like, that's an interesting thing. She's like, send me your demo reel. And she was like, also, you should start doing advertisements for people for free. That could be your demo reel. Let's get this Mm -hmm. money. And you wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have had that conversation if I didn't just slide into our DMs. Hey, want to talk about Baltimore? Want to talk about what you do for a living? And have a conversation with her. And that's really been the approach. And I've been able to get some major people like we have a um, one of the first recognized uh, museums is look at it like Madame Tussauds, but for like luminaries and like the history of black culture. Uh, we have the the National Great Blacks and Wax Museum. I, this cool. place used to terrify me as a kid because they have this. <laughs> it's like 150 black people, um, black like 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 MLK, Malcolm X, all of these different people within, within black history, but they're done in full wax. And it's just like, all right, you're taller than me. This is great. This is fucking terrifying. This could go left. And I'm interviewing, <laughs> this is something I went to as a kid. I'm interviewing the co-founder like next week. And that wouldn't have happened if I didn't just slide into her DMs. Mm. You know, it's, it's yeah. fucking been a great opportunity to meet people and be looked at as a person that's within the scene and within the community and about the community. And going back to that previous thing, that previous point of how it's grown, that's been one of the things that's changed being me, me being very demonstrative, like doing content that's broad, but also doing content that's meaningful. And Baltimore means a lot to me because I live here. I bought a house here. Um, 
And there've been opportunities for me to leave, relocating to Cali, relocating to New Orleans, Philadelphia, but I chose to stay here and invest here. So the success of the city is very important to me too. It's good to have that. I, that's one thing that I feel like I am missing having moved mm-hmm. so far away is that yeah. that local feel. I, every apartment I've moved to, I'm like, there's no fucking community here. And it's like, well, I'm, I probably just don't recognize it because I'm a goddamn outsider. <laughs> yeah. Homeowners community. It's like a <laughs> yeah. apartment complex community. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do well with uh, rules, especially yeah. where I live. Yeah. A bit of a fucking same, rebel same. over there. Speak, rebel, speaking rebel, of that, podcast rebel. I have I know it's totally unrelated, but I have a rat problem what? on my porch. I live on the third floor and I saw a rat the size of a goddamn sausage the other day. <laughs> that's an odd comparison. Was he skinny and long? Like that's what was how, going on with that rat? That's that that's how I uh you know rank everything at, per sausage. So this one sausage sized rat and this <laughs> this thing ate my pepper. It ripped it off the Son fucking of pepper plant. Really? And, and ate that thing. I when I turned the light on, I saw him run and drop the pepper. But Did you recover the pepper. Oh no, no. I got more for you. I woke up today. I saw he fucking <laughs> he fucking took my rat tomatoes. News. He took my tomatoes. Oh dude, you gotta dude, you gotta do something about that rat, man. I wish there was a homeowner association to do something about this rat. I don't know, man. You got to take it into your own hands at this point, dude. You got war with that rat, dude. My fiance thinks it's a fucking pet now. She's like, oh, well, it's a rat garden now. We're feeding the rat. Don't you feed sausage rat anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting toppings. It's making its own pizza. It's fine. It's just a fucking fucking ratatouille over here. You got to block out (laughs) this mission impossible. Get over here. Dude, he's got a family to feed, Jesse. You inconsiderate fuck. Well, I don't need his Mission Impossible ass going up the fucking drain again and coming into my fucking garden, all right? Dude, you got to appreciate the work, man. Give him the fucking pepper. Cartoon Dumpster Dive. I'm your host, Joel. And I'm your host, Andrew. Join us as we travel back in time to watch the garbage cartoons from your past. Will you remember them? Maybe. We painstakingly watch every episode of these cartoons to remind you that, hey, some things belong in the past. Our pain is your entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. That's the trail. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com. 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. 
one, one of the one of the funnier things that happened the last time I was in New Orleans, uh, it was for a birthday a couple of years ago, and you know it's usually super warm down there in January, but surprisingly it was cold this year. So we're walking, and my girlfriend's next to me, fucking freezing, and obviously it's a poor city, so it's water there and all of this different shit, and. We're walking and there are probably a half a dozen rats just on a trash can, just as she described it, having a fucking conference call. And I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. And I worked it into a comic book and we have this company for this like fictitious like cat lawyers thing in there. This is company in it called uh, Vermin International. And I was like, I'm just going to keep going down this fucking punny rabbit hole of rat bullshit. And that's what's happening. <laughs> it's, is that the basis for the comic or is this some sort of an offshoot within the comic? It's an offshoot within the comic there. Okay. It's, it's about cats that are lawyers. Uh, nice. It's I was smoking a lot of weed when I was writing it, too. So no, I think it's it. important, man. It yeah. gives you like yeah. perspective. Where is this yeah. available? Is this on the web or is this like an actual print? Um, so the plan was um, because I have connections with um, BlurredCon and we have a few comic conventions here before all this COVID shit happened. It was going to be full print and I was going to have a table and all of this different shit. And because of COVID, we kind of delayed it. And I'm going to do a few more issues to make just kind of like this small thing, um, do a print one. But I do have the the full like original nine. They're like a webcomic. So the original nine, I think it's nine or ten that are in my drive. I can send them to you guys and, you know, and probably put them back up on a website. But the goal is to get it printed out and then have it like on the store, if you will. And um, people can buy it. But I wanted to have something that's a tangible and something that like as a kid i wanted to get into comics before podcasting all of that comics was the thing and through podcasting i backdoored into writing a comic with my girlfriend it's been that's awesome that's awesome are you are you into illustrations at all or do you outsource those um i outsource them um i realized that my art is closer to rob liefeld than i would like it to be a lot of weird anatomy that doesn't make sense and captain america titties so i <laughs> send it out i send out very specific instructions so i have an editor for my podcast and i send him very specific instructions cut this up i can do it but cut this up in this way trim here blah blah, blah. i send very similar instructions to this artist and that's another thing I learned in this process of creating content and all of that, of learning to delegate. Like, yes. I'm mm-hmm. very much, I'd rather just do it myself and fail at it, and at least I can say I owned it. But I find, like, if I'm able to communicate better, I can work with people and get things done, like outsourcing this comic or sending someone my podcast to edit and know that the shit's going to be on fire and it's going to be on point if I communicate it and I get in there what I want. Hundred percent, and 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 you know, to the Captain America titties comment. Uh, if, if you're familiar, if you're familiar, I, sorry, I had to. It's uh, if you're familiar with Jim Tazi, he likes to throw titties on uh, Bert from Sesame Street. We had him oh on the show. He's 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 an amazing uh, artist. Yeah. Bert's never had a set of titties like those, man. Ooh. It's amazing. <laughs> it, it'll make you feel weird. Um, so, I feel so, weird often, so yeah. <laughs> you know, you had mentioned uh, earlier in the show that you have that segment, New Challenger, uh, where yeah, you yeah. go over the bizarre news and stuff like that. We like to cover bizarre news ourselves. Um, and Tell I me. figured, <laughs> you know. Oh, I, I smell like stolen content here. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, well, no, my thought was you probably never get to be the one who picks, and that that's a shame. You, you know, you're probably always... Uh, Giving these selections out to people, and no one thinks of you, Rob. That's the issue. That's yeah. that's the problem, man. Yeah, nobody's thinking about Rob. Rob's thinking about everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's got to get a philanthropist. Philanthropist. But yeah. 
lucky for you, me and Matt are thinking about you. And uh, we got we got a couple of keywords here for you to pick. Some bizarre news okay. to go over, get your take on. Um, I got some for you. We got menu, scream, owl, or none. I'm gonna go with none. None. Oh, I I was hoping you would. Um, we got no parole. Like <laughs> no parole for the woman who uh, tried to carjack a nun while high on LSD. Oh man. <laughs> Wait, was the nun on LSD or was the carjacker on LSD? I thought you'd ask that. It was the carjacker. <laughs> Damn, the story would have been so much better if that nun was tripping balls and then somebody just carjacked her, you know? Right. This That'll was in fire, uh, New right? Zealand, by the way. Oh, man. Wow. See, it's, it's global. It's global. Yeah. I'm here for it. Nice. Yeah. At, <laughs> and, you know, she was uh, basically sentenced to two years, four months imprisonment, which that's hmm. that's not that's not too long for carjacking a nun. I don't know what the appropriate yeah. time in jail is for carjacking you not i've never you think there should it. be more time because it's like a nun that's a victim or like you should it be like what do you think i'm not easy on the, the jail though oh it's in new zealand it's got to be great oh that's dude they got so, everything yeah it, is that really two, two years though you know <laughs> nice views mm-hmm. yeah right definitely it's not american like, fucking prison system <laughs> yeah it's more like a month than ours <laughs> yeah dude yeah <laughs> she ran into the road where a 74 uh, year old motorist and the uh, 80-year-old sister, who was a nun, uh, were waiting at the light Jeez. in the intersection and basically ripped the car door open, wrenching the car door open. <laughs> she demanded the vehicle. With uh, her LSD-ridden strength. Imagine <laughs> those shit. eyes wide as fuck. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Adam Gase eyeballs. I don't Get want the it. fuck out. Get the fuck out. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> accent. I'm fuck off. <laughs> They're retiring from God, and this fucking shit comes over there. LSD out. It's like, give me a shit. This is a jacking. I, well, I guarantee that insurance doesn't cover if she crashes the car on LSD. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they're, be, they're pretty shitty about that. It would be really funny if they said it was like an act of God or something. That would be fucking amazing. That, that would be God. a kick in the nuts to that nun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we got menu, scream. Or owl. Let's go with menu. Menu. All right. So we're heading up to Montreal, where an uh, the owner of a restaurant is giving fairly uh, truthful descriptions of his menu options. Uh, he's compare. He says comparing our general size chicken, it it's not good to anything else that you would have. He says, I'm not a big fan of North American Chinese food, but it's your call. This is listed under the actual option for the general slash chicken. <laughs> so he's like staring away from like choosing that option on his menu. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's just not good. Like uh, precursor. It's not all it says the, uh, for the intestines. They're fried and kind of a bit dry uh, compared to stir fried <laughs> pork intestines. Does this guy want to sell any food? Like <laughs> Compared to another restaurant or uh, menu item, he says, I recommend this one. So he's, he's just, you know, down uh, underplaying all of his cooking in the first place to kind of maybe I, reverse engineer a sale. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, it. It reminds me of when we were on that cruise or what have you, um, the, 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 the waiter we had. He told us, he was like, no, that's not good. Don't eat that. Fish is terrible. <laughs> he was just going down the list of everything that was dog shit. And he literally called something dog shit. I was like, what about your bread pudding? Dog shit. Don't eat it. I appreciate <laughs> it. 
He's saving you the time. But I mean, if every item, huh. like it says under mouthwatering <laughs> chicken, we are not a uh, we're not 100% satisfied with the flavor now, and it will get better soon. Huh. <laughs> I, I don't In know progress. if it's like, I feel like it's either like the guy is just like really dedicated to one dish. Like he's just got one dish that he likes to make, so he's trying to steer him like in a fucking you know cattle like range. The bread's like, amazing. Bring him right to that one thing Actually, he likes to cook, yeah. and he's just fucking slamming that all day, you know. Or it's maybe like it's reverse it psychology, though. you know. Maybe he's like it's not that good, you know. But people are like it's good, dude. And he just wants to hear the compliment, you know. He's just a pessimist. He's, he's really down on himself. <laughs> I feel like his menu is a four oh four error. It's just like eh, <laughs> he got hacked. Try it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't want this. So uh, this, we got this is class here. We got two left here. I'm only gonna, you know, sh- give you one of them. So we're gonna have to let one fade into the ether of podcasting. You got scream or owl? Choose wisely. I want to go with scream. Scream. Nice. All right. So, uh, fucking are awesome you, movie. Are you sick of uh, all the bullshit? <laughs> you can now scream into a hotline. We got a phone number for you. This, uh, I don't know, it's a new hotline called Just Scream. And if you have, uh, you know, overwhelming anxiety about 2020, the past year, all the fucking events yeah. and that may be going on in your life, you can Are call. Are you talking about the pain hotline that I created? No, no, that's ours. I'll give that, I'll give that out later. Uh, this one's one five six one five six seven eight four three one. And you can call. It's not manned by anyone, but you can, uh, however, have your message recorded where you scream and it'll be available on an online scream playlist. Ooh, nice. I Just put it on shuffle it. and go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I because I'm a creep, I just feel like I want to make it at the O-line. It's just ugh. at the end of every session. It's just I'm recording it. Just microphone. Just bla- ugh. <laughs> <laughs> And just the two, because, you know, fuck it. Why not? You know, let's just go full morning zoo with it and make it happen. But the Scream Hotline, it, it, it's in the same vein of the, uh, what is it? The, those destroy rooms, those wreck rooms. You could just break a bunch of shit. It's oh, like, yeah. It's one of those yeah. things where people need to get it out. And 2020 was a dumpster fire. I did it in some of the ads I did last year. It was fucking dog shit. So if you need it, I'm all about it. Let's get it. Scream yeah, into it. The release is important, man. Some people just keep pen up and then they go yeah. fucking nuts, you know? Yeah. Murder their dog. Do you yeah. need to know that someone's going to hear it, though? Is that what it is? Is like, because you could just do that into your own phone like a crazy person. But like, <laughs> he looks like a fucking nutty. Just let me dial a number first and make sure it gets recorded. Cause like, but that way you keep it, though. It's still there for you and me. I like to keep, we're, we're talking about screams, not the O's, cause I like to keep the O's as well, but the screams. Well, I have a whole can- file on my iPhone. <laughs> folder full. Oh, you've been you've been practicing this. Okay, for even learn about for later, just in okay. case. All right. Well, I, I think if it goes if 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 you scream into a phone, does anyone hear it? If it falls in like like the tree fall into the woods, mm. it's, it's like it's like that, but for screaming. Like if tired. I scream about a rat on a podcast, will anyone hear it? <laughs> yes, dude. a pepper rat. We're a hard rat. <laughs> That's a spicy rat right there. <laughs> oh, dude. Rodney Rat Pick Peppers, but Run Rock Roms. God damn it. <laughs> we, uh, we triggered something. <laughs> it's just Run DMC, Rat Roms and shit. It's, I'm all about alliteration. It's fine. I was a failed English major. Let's go. 
So that's, you, that's great. How are you feeling about this year? You think it's going to be better than the the last? Um, it started off a little weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you're not I mean, wrong. There. I'll, I always, always look at, you know, once we're into the summer um, and how crazy it gets, that's when I'll really truly know, like the end of the fiscal year for most businesses, where am I at? Did I get tax money? You know, that's kind of where I'm at. I look at my personal thing. I think for, for this year, though, more um, broadly, more macroly, I think it's going to be better than last year. Um, I am just tired of hearing about people dying. I'm kind of done with that. Yeah, kind of yeah. deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. and I want to get the fuck outside, and I want to see people doing more stupid shit. I hate that every story I cover in Robcast has to do with COVID. I just want people doing Dude. stupid shit for the sake of doing stupid shit. Dude, who, who doesn't, man? Who doesn't miss a good old, you know, Florida man story without quarantine involved? You know. Yeah, I mean, we we like it's funny. The official Florida Man account now follows me um, on um, Instagram because I like this Japanese whiskey. And I was like, you should have checked out our walnut cracking contest against this Indian dude and this Pakistani man. And they both look like MMA fighters back to back. <laughs> like they were just like, he's taking him out. I was like, this has a, a racial connotation to it here. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> but it's just red circles of them cracking fucking walnuts with their heads. So, oh God, against each other's heads? Think- like, how do they do that? Like on a table? They put it on a table and whoever cracks the most nuts in the span of like a minute, I think the oh, Indian dude. dude cracked like 39 and shit with his fucking skull. And dude, we're worried about an NFL with CTE. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is Southeast Asian CTE. So it's different. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it actually improves them. They get smarter. It's really fucking weird how things work on the other side of the world. You know, <laughs> math is different. Math is different there. Well, we've covered, we've covered a bunch of sports from that side of the world. There was the one uh, where everyone was piling up and trying to get the guy oh. off the pole. Dude, like, that is uh, the weirdest fucking concept. Yeah, have you ever seen that, Rob? It's no, no, fucking, no, no, no. Oh, dude, I don't. What was that called, Jesse? I forget. It was like pillar something or whatever. But man it's, tower. I don't. Poor bastards just hanging on top of a fucking thirty foot pole, and then meanwhile they, people are stacking yeah, like the zombies in World War Z trying to get this dude off. Like basically, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, cream the carrier or something. But like yeah. you're you're having one guy held up on like a sixteen foot metal pole by one team. And if they get that guy, the other team gets that guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. I don't want to be that guy. They they do it differently over there. I enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm here for it. Let's just get it on like ESPN the the 10 or whatever. Let's just get one of these. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Or whatever the the Indian equivalent of the number eight is. You know, let's just do that. I don't I don't speak the language. Yeah. So what do we have to look forward to with the uh, next year for for your shows? Um, More of me, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> so it's so more interviews, um, more illustrious guests on. I'm getting to the truth in this art, um, more movies. I'm going to expand um, the uh, um, get, uh, let's watch it again podcast. Uh, last year, we, we only started in the summer, so we did about eight episodes. So right now I have scheduled about 38 episodes. So definitely blowing that one up a bit and hitting movies and trying to in- integrate more guests on there and not just doing it with my friends and, and people, but um, I like to hit the oral history on those. So I do a lot of the leg work in it and pretty much I sit down with different guests and I want to kind of extend that to different folks within the podcast community. I think it's an opportunity to grow and do some like cross promotion through the love and desire of, you know, rewatching movies that we like. And um, lastly, with Robcast, just kind of getting back to um, doing it and broadening it and hopefully 
being more um, moving forward to doing more video stuff and um, partnering with some of these businesses I've met. I have a cooking show in mind I want to work on. So just trying to continually generate new, interesting, original Baltimore-centric content. That's fantastic, man. We're looking forward to, you know, seeing what you have in store. It, it seems like you, you're you an engine that just keeps going, putting out more things, having more ideas. It's it's awesome to see, you know, what you well, put together. You. Well, thank you. It's just a fat kid just trying to uh, do cool <laughs> things because, you know, the girls like to see us. But you're tall. There. How can you be so fat if you're tall? I don't understand it. I, he just doesn't I, think that tall people can be <laughs> yes. Look, if you played NBA Jam back in the day, you, you <laughs> no one was fat, all and skinny. So there, there you had NBA it. Jam did it too. My <laughs> pixels, sir. <laughs> they weren't quite registered there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just just big things and, and and just more content and just just diving into it deeper and um yeah, just you know, I, I'm a podcaster. I look at it that way and just reaching out to more podcasts like, like this, because uh, this has been a real treat for me. I really like what you guys do. I admire it. I see crossover and I like the way that you guys do your game. And um, this has been, <laughs> like I said, a lot of fucking fun. This has been a lot you of fun. Feel from the best, you know? Yeah, dude. That's how we get, a, get ahead, dude. We just find guys like you and just rip the shit out of your content, dude. Just steal it's it. Like <laughs> it's like Motown. It's like Motown. Just white dudes taking from black guys. Damn, like, dude. Oh, damn, and dude. just like that, we're fucking system. racist. God damn it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to happen one it's day. It's fucking inevitable, dude. We're, what are we, fucking 220 episodes in? Uh, God damn it, it, dude. It took that long, I guess. Wait until I slick my hair back and I just start going full like Mr. Barry Gordon, you know? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no. It's not what we need. It's not the, it's not the marketing it's that like we need. It's all over again. This podcast is over. Yep. <laughs> what do you want to plug? Where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Lordly MTR on the tweets and on the gram. MTR podcasts everywhere, all the social media platforms, all of the podcast platforms, and MTRthenetwork.com for our whole catalog. We got some good shit on there. Um, check it out. Listen. Share with a friend. Share with an enemy. Share with your baby mama. You know, that's Ooh. what I want you to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get baby mama market. I see what's up. There's a lot that's of them out absolutely. there, man. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a market to yeah, tackle. Getting that WAP market. That Woo! Woo! Dude, Bring him this man's a fucking... He's thinking ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if that sound is good there. Isolate that. <laughs> Isolate that. That's a new sound drop on our show. <laughs> well, man... I just, try, I just try to give it up. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, man. We wish you nothing but the best luck. But I'm going to say right here, you don't need it, dude. You were fucking killing it, and we love the game you were fucking going at, man. It's fucking awesome, dude. Thank you. We just fucking envy the fucking drive you got, man. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. And uh, real quick before we get out of here, people, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, catch me, MWG Media on Instagram, Matty G from HP on Xbox Live. Come catch these mittens because I still haven't found a formidable enemy. All right. There's no foes out there for me. I I'm just taking need, them down left and right. I still need to exfil on zombies. So at Lander's the plane. If anyone <laughs> somebody, can fucking somebody help, help me. get this man out of there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Rob. Until next time, that's it. There you go. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America, America. 
This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip, you falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We choking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.